Welcome to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Mary Ann Pack, spiritual guide into all things life transformational. And I have a really special guest for you today. I have with me Hannah McKittrick, and she is, uh, her company is myintuitivehealth.com. And that will be in the show notes for you. So welcome, Hannah. I'm so happy you're with me today. Thank you, Marianne. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yes, I'm excited because she's going to talk about food. <laughs> so, <laughs> a always favorite good, subject. Always good combo with food. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's a great combo. So she is a wellness chef and holistic nutritionist. So she's going to talk to us. Our topic today is become your own wellness chef. So something I definitely need. So I'm hoping that some of you in the audience, uh, it will resonate with you and maybe inspire you because she's got something special coming up at the end of the show. So stick around for that. So who is Hannah and what good do you bring into the world? (laughs) Well, what a question that is. That's right. Um, We'll start with the hard one. Of course, of course. So my name is Hannah and long story short, I make healthy cooking fun. So not only fun, but I really focus on bringing entertainment into the kitchen so that Mm. you feel like you're the next Iron Chef of America. It's how you should feel whether you're, you know, dressing a salad or sauteing some shrimp. Um, I pump in the confidence so that you can really embody that the chef within you. and, you know, I was thinking about this earlier because I've, I've listened to many of your podcasts and I love your show. And I know this is one of the questions and I'm like, gosh, who am I? And something that came to me in the middle of the night, as it always does, is that I am an optimizer. That is like one of my number one personality traits. I love to optimize things. And so specifically with food and with health and cooking, I like to optimize it. And to me, that means making it fun. (laughs) And to make cooking fun, I think it has to be easy for your mind, right? So that you actually want to do it. Um, And I think it has to be healthy for your body so that you feel physically good. And then it has to be enjoyable on a soul level. So by that, I mean the actual process is enjoyable and the flavor at the end of the finished product is enjoyable because that, that makes my soul sing, you know, and when you get that sear on a shrimp, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> nothing better. <laughs> I love it. I love that you're enthusiastic because I am not a lover of cooking. I'm a very good cook, but it's just not my thing. So I'm going to have to get some uh, instruction from you is how to plug that fun into it and make it enjoyable for me instead of something I actually dread. So I'm sure you come up with that sometimes with clients coming into your program. Oh, I do. (laughs) I imagine. (laughs) I will be the problem child in your program. Yes. (laughs) Why you agreed to that offer readily? (laughs) Well, Marianne, you know, you're not the first person I have to say that I've come across that says I I dread dinner. I don't want to cook like and it's like 
they'll be like, I'll, I would never enjoy cooking. And I'm like, okay, like just, just try a class, just one class and then we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you, I would be that, that, uh, my star know, client, the kind of client who would yeah. come in kicking and screaming almost. <laughs> totally. So what problem do you help your clients solve besides the one we just talked about? Um, what kind of transformation do they get when they work with you? Yeah, so that's a really good question. And a lot of the things that people say when they're coming to me, when they find me, they'll be like, as you said, I just, I hate thinking of what's for dinner. Even thinking about it gives me anxiety is what they'll say. Or I don't want to cook, but I also want to stop ordering takeout. So how does that work? Or another one is... I want to eat healthy and I want to feel strong, but I find myself slipping into a restricted diet mindset and kind of can't balance the all or nothing. Um, So those are the main things that people come to me with. Super common. Um, And by the end of the program, I have to say they actually enjoy cooking, which sounds like a stretch, but it's true. And not only that, but they're easily and intuitively able to integrate healthy foods into their lifestyle that nourish their bodies, but also don't make them feel like, oh gosh, like I'm, I'm not allowed to eat pizza at my kid's birthday party because spoiler, you are allowed to. (laughs) Um, So the transformation is just really kind of embodying that their own version of nutrition um, mm. and cooking that really suits them on all levels. Yeah, I like that that you talked about it not being restricted and it's intuitive because even even when I do cook, which is pretty much all the time, but still, I I just kind of, I'm one of those cooks that throw stuff together. I'm not a measurer. I'm a, oh, that looks like that. It'd probably go pretty good in there. Let's throw some of that. Let's, let's chop that up. So uh, I'm definitely a very, and I don't have too many complaints around uh, the dinner table. That's for sure. Marianne, no, I love that you said that. And actually one of my clients recently was like, I find myself going to the grocery store and I actually feel like confident, like just loading up the veggies into my cart and knowing that they'll be able to intuitively make it taste good. Right. Cause it's yeah. like, once you get a feel for it, it's, it's not rocket science. It's, it's just, it's like, um, <laughs> you know, just like put a little salt and pepper on it and it might make a world of difference. That's right. That's right. My friend is salt and pepper and onions for some reason. <laughs> so, um, so what makes your approach different? I know there are chefs out there who teach classes and, um, but what makes you, what makes it Hannah-ish? Sure. So I'll tell you, I don't know why this just came to mind, but I'll tell you what I don't do. Mm. And it'll give you a good idea of what I do. So, you know, I'm a nutritionist, but I'm not someone who will sit there and tell you about macros, tell you about proportions, tell you about measuring, mm. have you track like this amount and this amount. Um, that it doesn't feel intuitive to me. No. So that's what I don't do. And what I do do is I make it really fun and I make it really flexible while still creating a permanent shift and foundation of intuitive health. So I say permanent because 
the way that we do it because I make it fun and because I allow the flexibility it creates a sustainable shift. And I think that's really important when it comes to health and your nutrition and diet and honestly, anything you're doing, if if it's, if it's not fun, why do it, you know? So, um, (laughs) that's one of the, um, things that I think really helps to integrate it into someone's lifestyle. Um, the other thing that's coming to me is that I really, I mentioned that I don't measure things. I don't track things. So you might be thinking, well, Hannah, how are you going to, how are you going to get me to eat healthy? And so what I do is I simplify nutrition into two prongs, two aspects, really. Um, I've, I've studied nutrition. I've, I've embodied it myself. And the two things that it boils down to for me are vegetables, easy, simple, not complicated, And number two are whole foods. And so by that, I mean one word ingredients um, like Mm -hmm. quinoa or um, chickpeas, uh, something like that. Just kind of, and we've all heard this, the fewer ingredients, the better, but it actually is true when it comes to your gut and eating and health. And to me, that's the easiest way to simplify it in my head when I'm going to cook something. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, track my calories, but I am wanting to give myself, um, as much nutrition as possible. And so those two things, vegetables and whole foods are what I think of. Gotcha. So what about, you know, the, do you allow people to kind of do their own thing? Maybe somebody's vegan, maybe somebody's vegetarian, maybe somebody's a meat eater, maybe somebody's you know, a dairy eater, are all those no-nos, are there goods, are there bads, or, you know, how, how do you view that for the people who are coming in? Because they have to be eating all different ways. And maybe they're wanting to tweak it, but they're not, they don't want to give up this stuff that they've it's my way or the highway now. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's what I want to hear. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's your that's... way, the highway, or can so, we get some so, options? Yeah, I, I like to give a lot of different options. Um so for instance, um, it's, I, one of the things I love doing the most is using what I have on hand. I don't know why, but it, it just gives me that such so satisfaction. Nice. Like I don't, I, this might sound counterintuitive, but I don't meal plan. I don't like to, I don't like to commit to all these different things. I just like to buy what looks good and then kind of figure out how to use it. So I'll let's see, like there was a recipe the other week that we made. It was, um, whole wheat pizza with, um, pesto ricotta and zucchini ribbons. Um, that was the pizza that we made. And I gave options for store-bought pizza crust, or I did a video that you could whole make it yourself. So that's one option of I'm feeling like I want to cook tonight or I'm feeling like I just want to eat tonight. So that's two different options. Another one is we got onto class and someone was like, Oh my gosh, Hannah, I thought I had zucchini in my fridge, but I don't. And I was like, do you have canned artichokes? And she was like, yeah, I was like, great. That, that is the perfect substitution. So we kind of do things like that. And which is why I love the interactive component of the classes, because I can help them kind of think it through in the way that I would so that they can then bring that kind of way of thinking um, 
when I'm not there every night right. <laughs> into their fridge with them, but there's so much room for substitutions or sometimes like I don't cook a ton of meat in my classes just naturally. I, I'd rather cook other things, but some people have boyfriends who don't like shrimp. And so they'll be making chicken while we're making shrimp, stuff like that. Um, oh, there's yeah. Very good. Yeah. So I like that option to have it. Cause you know, if you've got a house full of guys or something, Totally. My, my favorite thing though, that, that being said is some of the, some of the, my clients will be like, my husband was eating this and he was like, I can't believe how filling this is without any meat. And I'm like, yeah, like that it's true. Cause mm-hmm. you know, the way that we bulk it up, um, it's, it's quite satiating. Wow. How awesome. So our, I always say our mess is our message. So what was the mess behind why you do what you do, because there's always a story and I love stories. So you have to tell me a story. How did you get to be this, uh, a wellness chef and, and, uh, holistic nutritionist? I'm supposed to pick just one of my messes. Yeah. <laughs> I know we have some, let me get the index card file out. I was hoping you could help me unpack a few things that I've been, uh, harboring. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so let's think. I I'm gonna give you two messes, okay? Ooh. So yeah, a little two curve stories back. for the price of one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I could give you a lot, but we'll we'll stick with two. So um, I don't know if you knew this or if, if we talked about it before, but I actually have Crohn's disease, um, which is um, inflammation of the gut. So. I was diagnosed with that when I was 12 and I didn't really have much concept of nutrition or vegetables or anything like that. And so I went on my merry way and then, and was taking the drugs and stuff. And then after my freshman year of college, I had a really, really bad flare up. Um, and I was in the hospital for, um, quite some time and the doctors were threatening surgery which can get very complicated with the intestines and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. And so finally that threat um, was big enough to warrant a a diet change for me. And um, I've always been a foodie. I'm sure you can kind of gather that, but I've always been a foodie. And so I wasn't really keen on changing my diet, but that to me, it was like, okay, it's, it's my time. I'll, I'll do the thing. Sure. So I worked with, um, like a holistic practitioner and I basically, um, ate all vegetables and all whole foods, like completely for about three months. And he actually, through that way of eating, I, I healed my gut. So like all the scans came back clean and, um, all that stuff, but I, like I said, I'm a foodie and that all or nothing approach to me just wasn't sustainable. So mm-hmm. that's why now the way I eat and how I teach my clients is, um, you know, vegetables, whole foods and a side of chocolate chip cookies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth of the matter. <laughs> um, but really it's like when you, when you, um, bulk your diet up with that base and make it taste good, mm-hmm. then you really do have that flexibility to be flexible without it affecting you, um, on a physical level. Um, so that was one mess. And then the other one that I just want to touch upon is that, and just because a lot of my clients go through this too, is, uh, growing up kind of towards the end of high school, I, 
became subject to my environment, which was just filled with girls my age talking about diets and good food versus bad food. And, you know, the human in me <laughs> succumbed to this way of thinking. It just, I just kind of embodied it. And there were phases in my life where I just, I did feel restricted in how I thought about food and what to eat. And it just felt complicated in my mind. And I really craved a way to find flexibility and to stop overthinking food um, while still feeling good. So again, veggies, whole foods, and a side of cookies has been working really well for me. Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. That, that sounds wonderful. I appreciate that. Um, so I know you have something special coming up that I want you to tell our audience about because it's something that sounds really intriguing for me. So yeah, so you've got going on. I'll tell you what I've got going on. So my signature group program, um, it's called cook well. So well, meaning, you know, it'll taste delicious, but also it's, it's, it'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's an eight week group program and it's begins September 7th and for this next round and it, we meet once a week live on Tuesday nights at 6 PM Eastern standard. And we cook. So it's a step-by-step live cooking class that I lead and others, it's the same group throughout the eight weeks. So we all gather, you know, talk about what's going on that week. And then we dive into cooking and it's no more than an hour because I don't like to have things complicated and I like people to be able to eat Mm -hmm. and before um, it gets cold. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just a really, um, fun and entertaining way to integrate and embody those, practices of, you know, maybe you're a meat eater, but you want more to incorporate more vegetables and you're just not sure how, or like how that would be filling. So we make really delicious meals that are veggie heavy and, um, you can kind of, you're in your own kitchen. So you're, um, it's, uh, it's setting you up for success to be able to repeat it on your own. Um, and then in addition to that, you get weekly healthy gourmet recipes, I like to call them. So meals that taste really good, but are healthy for you, uh, for you to kind of try on your own for when we're not meeting. Um, and I love to offer people, you know, very, um, like in-depth support. So say you're going to a party and, you're like, I, I'm supposed to bring a side, like what, what's going to taste good, but like, will make me feel good. And I'll send off like four different recipes and, um, that's the program. And yeah, so it's, it's cook. Well, it starts September 7th. Um, and I, I launch them every eight weeks. So that's my, my right now. That's awesome. I, you were talking about the, um, you know, trying to figure out, having stockpiles in your fridge, you know, of your veg and stuff like that. And um, so what do you do for people like me? Like, do you tell them they have to have organic? Do you have, because I live out in the country, you know, my closest grocery store is 12 miles away. Yeah. So, and we don't have a lot of organics in, you know, to offer. It's a very limited. So you'd be eating the same three things over and over if I only looked for the organic that's available in my area, being in the country. 
So how do you help people choose that? Do you? Well, Marianne, if, if you haven't been able to tell by now, I'm, I'm not very rigid. So that's, I'm not going to make you buy our again. Don't worry. Um, so one of the things I love um, is the freezer. So the freezer, frozen vegetables are vegetables. First of all, you're winning. Second of all, they're vegetables that have been frozen at their peak freshness. So they're honestly just as good as fresh, maybe even better. And that is a really great way. Like right now, for instance, I have a package of spiralized frozen zucchini noodles in my freezer. Okay. I also have a tub of pesto in my fridge and a jar of canned artichokes in my pantry those will last like forever. And I can just throw the frozen zucchini noodles on the stove, dump in the pesto and dump in the canned artichoke hearts. And that's like a satiating um, dish right there. And that's stuff that I can keep on hand for months. So is that something that you've prepared ahead and put in the freezer? No. Are these at the store? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've even seen any zucchini noodles at our stores (laughs) you'll you'll have to look and let me know the other i'll now that we're on the topic the other staple that i love to keep in my freezer is frozen cauliflower rice oh yeah it's such an easy meal that and again since we love using things up i'll start with that as my base and then dump whatever leftovers i have into it like Mm -hmm leftover roasted asparagus or mm-hmm. sweet potato squash cheeses um yeah yummy pesto I love pesto so gotcha so you do do you you do with cheeses though too I love cheese. You love cheese. You're my girl. You're my girl, Hannah. I was talking to someone the other day about one of the, she was um, interested in the program and I was telling her about the meal that we made, which was, um, it was a grilled peach and burrata salad uh, with corn and avocado. She's like, oh, you eat, you're allowed to eat cheese. And I'm like, yes, like we're, we're allowed to eat cheese. Like (laughs) good does exist in the world. Yes, yes. Uh, but that's, but that's what people love is that it's, it really isn't restrictive, but it really is. It's, it's filled with nutrition, the way, the way that I cook and the way that we cook. Um, so it's, it's, it's a fun shift and it's, it's a fun journey to go on with people. So you kind of help them get like, um, you know, proportions as far as like so many servings, if they're serving so many people, um, you yeah. help them with that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If, um, usually my recipes, I say serve four. Um, so if you have more than that, double it. And if you have less than that, then you'll have leftovers. <laughs> yeah. I love leftovers. I do too. So how do families do this? Like with their kids, what if they're just starting to introduce this kind? Because I, I know a young lady that talked to me the other day and she was like, <gasps> you know, she's trying to eat this certain way and be more mindful of her veggies and, Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, it's just thrown a wrench in the works for the family because they are just kicking and screaming. No, we don't want to eat that. (laughs) Okay. Well, two things, Marianne. One, I make my veggies taste good. Okay. There's no steamed broccoli anywhere in sight. Okay. So I like steamed broccoli. (laughs) 
<laughs> but you're good. You, you don't need me to teach you how to do that. Um, the second thing, actually, one of um, someone who has signed up for the program, she one of her main reasons was that her kids kind of are like 10, 10 years old and have started to express interest in cooking. And she was like, I really want to be an example for them. Uh, Cause she wasn't really into it. And you know, what better example as a mom than do, you know, doing the thing and having fun doing it. And so I always encourage people to bring their sous chefs, whether that be their kids or their significant others, their parents, their friends. I'm like, pile them into the kitchen it's more fun it's 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 right. a community it's a community event you know I mean it, it should be shared so, yeah, so I, many I, times I mean the kitchen is when you have company it just seems like I all gather in the kitchen and are all standing around talking and laughing and having a great time so yeah. um that's that that is the fun part of entertaining that's for sure totally so I want to thank you, Hannah, for being my guest on this podcast. And um, um, I just look forward to having you back sometime. And yeah. all the links for Hannah's new program that starts uh, next week, I think it is, uh, September 7th. Is that yep. correct? Right is after it- Labor Day, starting the new school. All right. <laughs> Let us get uh, past the holiday. Yeah. Um, so eat eat all the junk you need over the holiday because class is going to start. Yeah. So her, um, the Cookwell program is at myintuitivehealth.com forward slash cookwell. And that will be in the show notes for you, but I just wanted to give that to you. And um, I want to thank everybody for listening to Hannah and my conversation about uh, learning how to be your own wellness chef. And getting in there and, and tearing it up in the kitchen and having fun. So um, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast because it really helps my work go into the world and spread more joy because as a joy advocate, I love sprinkling that stuff everywhere. So help me do that. And as always, you're welcome to visit my website, maryannpack.com for everything that we offer and the free things that are available there. When you sign up for our newsletter, you'll receive um, a free 31 day journal of positive aspects. And that is my gift to you as a thank you. And you will enjoy it. It's a downloadable printable journal that gives you a lesson and daily writing prompts. And it's not date specific. So you can start at any time. It just is day one through day 31. So enjoy that gift from me. And um, Hannah, I want to thank you again so much for being my guest and uh, that I get to share you with my audience. Well, it looks like she has frozen up on me. So I know she is happy to have been here. So um, again, remember everybody, you are joy looking for a way to express. <laughs>